for giving to the Lord. Cause I am alive that's been changed. Oh, Y'all ain't gonna leave me out of this. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I'm so glad you came. Sing that with us again. Thank you for giving to the Lord. Cause I am alive that's been changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am so glad you came. So glad. I'm so glad you came. Ah, Brother Richard, you rock, brother. Amen. Praise to 
King of kings, you are my everything, and I will adore you. Somebody give this man a big round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. Every New Year's, I try to do a message that uh, people will never forget. A couple years ago, I did a message with Richard Simmons. I dressed up like Richard Simmons. And I tried to do that again this year, but my wife said, we're going to get a divorce if you do that again. She said that well, that dude went into retirement, and uh, it was a good time. And then one year we 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 talked about being cool. We passed out sunglasses and done a lot of things. And as I sat and talked with the Lord this week and and prayed and 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 and, and thought about the new year, He gave me a quote. A lot of you take notes and take my notes, and I'm gonna put some of this on my uh, Caney Creek Cowboy Church Facebook today. There's a lot of good stuff you're gonna learn today, and. Uh, I want to say to you, this year it's about learning and growing. 
And, and, I, and I want to say this to you. As I was sitting there, I was talking with the Lord. He told me this, and, and, and so I wrote it down. This is, you know, this ain't really my quote. This is his quote. And he says that there is power in grabbing a hold of some things, and there's healing power in letting go of some things. That was from the Lord. He said, the, man, grab a seat. Get me, push him in there, Joe. Come on, get. we got a house packed today. Let's give God a praise. Right there, amen. They got it, Joe. They got it. They got it, I think. Praise the Lord, amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord. We'll get some more chairs if we need to. We got 50 more coming. They should be here hopefully this week. Ain't God good? Hey, listen to me. He said, there is power in grabbing a hold of some things. How many believe that? How many lives have changed since they got a hold of the Lord? I mean, how many really have had a radical change? You are not who you used to be. You used to be strung out, drugged out, used to be a cusser, used to be a thief, used to be a liar, used to be a manipulator. But there is power in grabbing hold of some things. I got a hold of the Lord, and it changed me overnight. I never drank again. I'll never forget it. We got saved, and, and, and Mary was, people was having a party, and she wanted to go to that party that night. And, and just like every party we went to before, we stopped to get beer. I told her, I said, woman, I'm not drinking this time. I, I gave my heart to Jesus. She said, "We, my whole family goes to church. They all drink. There's nothing wrong with that. I said, for me, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be all in. So God radically, radically got a hold of us, you and I. You and I. Are you videoing this? Because I wanted you to video the whole thing. So, I, so I, 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 God radically got a hold of us. Now, she carried the beer around the store for a little while saying, we're going to drink, we're going to have a party. I said, no, if I'm going to do this, I want to be all in. Because God got all in my heart. And so she walked around the store with Coors Light for about 30 minutes. Not that long, I don't think it was 30 minutes. But for a long time. And she come out with a Dr. Pepper like I had. And she said, you know what, if you're going to be all in, I'm going to be all in too. Can I tell you a secret? God don't call one without the other. God don't call one without the other. You might have joined up without him, but if you're going to be in, he wants both of you in. He wants you all in. So he told me this. He says, there is power in grabbing a hold of some things, and there's healing power in letting go of some things. So this New Year's, I decided to play a game, and we're going to call this game Let It Go. I know some of you have seen this game before. Let it go. Say that with me. Let it go. And I, and I need six people to help me play this game. But I don't want you to raise your hand to volunteer unless you're ready to volunteer and be committed to volunteer to playing this game. And so I want to say that it's called letting go. Touch somebody and say letting go. How many know it's okay to quit some things? How many know it's okay to quit some things? Wouldn't you wish people quit lying? Well, don't you wish people quit telling stories? Don't you wish people quit griping? It's okay to quit some things, to let go of some things. So I, I saw on, on, on Duck Dynasty, anybody watch Duck Dynasty? They played this game, and they gave away a wood chipper. And so they had Phil and Cy, and they put this, their hand on this wood chipper, and the last... 
person standing that, that did not let go would win the wood chipper. So Willie decided there's no way that he could beat Cy. But Cy, being like Joe Biggs, is methodical, and he gets a one-track mind, and that's it, and he's done. And, 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 and Willie ate a big burrito. He finally let go of the wood chipper. He let it go. He let it go, and Cy won the wood chipper. So I said to myself, who in Caney Creek Cowboy Church could use a wood chipper? And I said, none of us could really use a wood chipper. But we could sure use some cash. So today we're going to play a game called Let It Go. And I'm going to ask my security, because this is a lot of cash, guys, to bring in the money. Come on, security. Now, if you try to bum rush them, who's seen that show, Let's, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? This is my security team. Look how tough they look today. Put it right there in front of everybody. Now, the security team knows the disclosed amount of money in here, and I want to tell you the amount of money in here. I'm not going to tell you all of it because I don't really know, but I can tell you it's over $100, and it's less than 1000 That's a good chunk. I don't know about you, but $100 for me is a lot to come by these days, and it don't go too far. But if you want to give me some, I'll take them. We're going to play a game called Let It Go. And the, I'm going to pick six people who have fortitude, who have made a decision to play this game and stick it out to the long run. Now, let me, let me tell you the rules. I want you to uncover it. Let them know there's some real money in there. <laughs> Better check my security's credentials. There is over a hundred dollars and less than a thousand. Could it be nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars? Could it be one oh one? Could it be five sixty? I don't know. You'll have to play to find out. Now let me tell you the rules before we play. And I'm gonna get into scripture and I'm gonna back up all this for all you first timers say, Wow, I went to church and it was like Will of Fortune. <laughs> I'm gonna back up everything I say today with scripture as we play this game. Let it go. Listen to me. I want to explain the rules because I don't want to misunderstand it. He didn't tell me the truth. Listen, I'm going to call up six people to take this challenge. The last person remains standing, whether it be tonight, in the morning, Wednesday evening. The last person with their hand on the money wins all the money inside it's less than a thousand but it's over a hundred i don't make 20 bucks an hour so if i had to put my hand on this for five hours to maybe win a hundred bucks that's a pretty good deal so here's the rules i'm gonna call up six people to take this challenge last person remains standing whether that be tonight tomorrow next friday the last person standing wins all the money inside and now listen to the rules and and, and if you're gonna eat I, I, i'm gonna eat after church and i'm gonna leave 
and I'm going to dim the lights. And there are going to be people in here holding this thing, and I'm going to see you at six. If you got four to two, if you want to play, listen, I'm going to eat, I'm going to go home and take a nap, and I'm going to come back. This is going to be an honor system because there's going to be six people with their hands on this, and there's going to be a stopwatch here going. Now listen to the rules. Now if you want to eat, you can phone a friend. You can phone a friend say, bring me up a subway. You wouldn't believe what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I got my hand on this money, and I can't let it go. If you got to use the bathroom, you get a two-minute bathroom break. That's what the stopwatch is for. Every hour, you get a two-minute bathroom break, one at a time. One at a time. So there's an honor system. So when you leave and Todd's hand's still on the bolt, and he's going to be clocking you, and you're going to have to bolt to the bathroom, remember to wash your hands and flush. Keep God's bathroom clean. You're going to come back, you're going to put your hand on it. You're going to come back, you're going to put your hand on it. If you don't make it back in two minutes, then you forfeit. You will drink a bottle of water before you put your hand on the vault. I'm just going over all the rules. Listen, listen. You have a two-minute bathroom break every hour. If you don't make it back, you forfeit. If you need to eat something, you phone a friend. If you need somebody to watch your kids, you call ahead. Mom and Dad, I need to go get the kids. Where do I get them? At the church, at the Lamb Center. Pick them up. You know what they look like. Just pull up and honk and holler their name. The last one standing wins less than 100 I mean, less than a less than thousand, but over a hundred. Now I need six volunteers. You right there in the middle, Joey. All right. You right there, young lady. Yes, come. Mark. Shane. Shane, how many I got? Tony. That new lady I've never seen before with her hand up right there. Come on. And she got a kid. Go ahead and drink this whole bottle of water fast. Give the bottle of water to the security team so that they can make pass them down. Make sure that they drink the whole bottle of water. I'm going to back all this up with scripture too. Don't leave. It's okay to let go of some things, but it's also okay to hold on to some things. Can you tell me something, Donnie? If you hold on to your walk with Jesus Christ in the end, you're going to win a prize. If you stay with Christ till the very end, who ain't got their water? Do I got six? Drink that whole bottle of water, and the security team will remove themselves. Check your bottles. And make sure. Now everybody has to be very quiet from this point on. Roll that up a little bit. Them girls beat you, Mark. You better come on. 
All right. Are they all empty, guys? All right. Our security team can be dismissed. From Give them a round of applause for helping me. On the count of three, circle up. Everybody puts a hand on here. One, two, three. Get you a good spot. One, two, three. Put your hand on it. Stay there and don't move and be quiet. We finna do church. Open your Bibles to Luke 8. Just hold on. I'll, I'll read it for you. There's power in grabbing a hold of some things, and there's healing power in letting go of some things. Now, I'm going to let somebody have a redo. Is there anybody here who made a decision that they did it out of haste, but they wish they didn't? I will let you off right now and put somebody in your place. Anybody want off? I'll see you tonight at church. Luke 8. Listen to me. Luke 8. How many people believe that because there's healing power in Jesus Christ and you got a hold of it that your life is better today? How many know in 2016 you don't want to take some things with you either? There's some things you need to learn to let go of. There's healing power in grabbing hold of some things. I found this in the scripture. The Lord told me this. I woke up. I had an epiphany. We planned this thing right here just a few hours ago. And I said, wow, if these people will hold on, somebody's going to win the prize. Did you know this? The Bible says that few will win the prize. That few will make it to heaven. So that tells me and you we better get some fortitude. We better get some staying power. We better get we better get our lives right with Christ. Listen to me. We better get our lives right with Christ and we better stay with him each and every day. We ought not have a Sunday relationship. We ought to have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and do it all over again on Monday relationship. Something some things you got to let go of to be healed. I mean, believe that today. Like smoking, drinking, drugging. Some things you got to let go of to be healed. Who believes that today? Hate. Hate. Man, I had so much hate in my heart. Every New Year's Eve for 33 years, I had so much hate in my heart. I hated you. I hated people. I hated everybody. I hated everybody but Mary. I hated everybody but my boys. I hated everybody until Christ came into my heart and removed that hate out of my life. And I ain't wanted it back since. Can I say this? Since I've been saved, I haven't hated anybody. I've disliked a few. I don't fellowship with some, but I don't hate them. Because I know that they're allowing Satan to use them. You know, if you allow Satan to use you, he'll get a hold of you too. So in 2016, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. You, you can't make it for your wife. You can't make it for your children. You have to make that decision. Now, I promise you, other people will follow you like Mary followed me, put the beard down, and came out to the truck with a Dr. Pepper. And now she's singing God's songs every Sunday. Luke 8, got your Bible? Watch this. I'm going to back up everything I just told you. Luke 8, verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, 
a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because the only daughter he had, a girl about 12, was dying. And Jesus was on his way. The crowds almost crushed him. Verse 43. And the woman was there who had been subject. There was a woman in the crowd. She had been there. She had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Now, this is where, where I told you in the beginning, there is power in grabbing hold of some things, and there is healing power in letting go of something. And there was a woman there who had been subject. Verse 43 is where I'm at. And there was a woman there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her her she came up behind him and touched the edge of his coat and immediately her bleeding stopped Jesus said who touched me when they all denied it Peter master the people are crowding and pressing against you that's what he said but Jesus said someone touched me I know that the power has come out of me then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him, and she had begun instantly, she had became instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. There's power tying, grabbing a hold of some things, and there's healing power in letting go. I thought about that. I thought about, God, what are you trying to tell me in this new year? What is so important about grabbing a hold of some things and so important about letting go of some things? I'm just going to kick those down there because I'm going to trip over them. We'll all be down there with the money. It's so awesome to let God rule your life. It is so awesome to let God rule your life, to let him have those dark places in your life, those places that you only know about. You know you better than anybody else. That's a true statement. Miss Faye, you know how you are. You know how you are. You know you better than anybody else. I know Mark Grimes better than any of y'all know Mark Grimes. I know Mark Grimes better than Mary knows Mark Grimes. You know you, and there's healing power in grabbing hold of Jesus in 2016 and letting go of some things. There's some things you need to quit. It's okay. It's okay to quit some things. And if you quit some things, you'll be healed. You're physically, spiritually, mentally. How many can say today you are spiritually, physically, mentally better than you've ever been in your life? How many can say, Pastor, I want that? I want that, Pastor. Spiritually, physically, mentally healed. Grab a hold of Jesus. Grab a hold of Jesus. There's power in grabbing a hold of him. But there's healing power in letting go. She let go of his coat, and all of a sudden, she was healed. I got saved. All of a sudden, I got healed. I did. I got healed. I got delivered. I didn't drink anymore. I stopped cussing. I changed out who I was. I didn't like who I saw in the mirror when I got saved. There was somebody better inside of me, and God brought the better out. So I was thinking about that. What are these things we need to quit? Number one, arguing. In 2016, you need to quit arguing. Touch somebody and say, quit arguing. You argue too much. Touch somebody you didn't come with say, quit arguing. You argue too much. Somebody's act like they're afraid to touch somebody. 
In 2016, if you want peace, if you want victory, if you want a great marriage, if you want a strong relationship with your kids, quit arguing all the time. One thing I've learned is my kids grow up, they're pretty smart. They're pretty intelligent. I have raised some pretty intelligent, smart kids. And instead of arguing with them all the time, I've learned to shut up and listen to them. They might have a better way of doing it than their dad does. Same thing in the marriage. If you'll stop arguing all the time, there'll be peace in the home. Why you got to fight all the time, Mr. John? Let Carol be right. Let Carol be right. She called me for counseling and said, what am I going to do with this guy, Pastor Mark? I said, I don't know. I said, no, they didn't. I'm just kidding. But sometimes it's better to walk away. Keep our mouths shut. You don't always have to be right. And it don't always have to be your way. Scott told me the other day, he said, I took out Miss Augusta and I just let it be her day. I just did whatever she wanted to do. Man, when was the last time you took out your wife and said, it's going to be your day today. We're not going to focus on anybody else but you. You know what? She's going to smile. She's going to be happy. And I'm going to tell you, happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. But guess what? It works the other way too. Honey, you worked so hard today. I got the steak on the grills. I got food. It's ready to be cooked. Let me take your boots off. I know you got corns on your toes, but let me rub them. Let me get that old nasty sock off. Honey, it's time for some new socks. You've had these socks since you were in the 12th grade. Men don't like to throw away nothing. But it works both ways. It works both ways. Works that way with your children. You got little ones, they don't want to hear daddy arguing all the time. They don't want to hear daddy jumping on their butt all the time. I jump on my kids' butt because that's where the Lord said to rear them up in the ways that they should go. And even though they're 18 and 21, I ain't afraid to rear them up in the ways that they should go. It's okay to jump on them, but it's better to tell them why. Explain to them what's taking place. You know, I hadn't had to whoop my kids too much, one of them. The other one, boy, whoo. But in all in all, they don't drink, they don't do drugs. Because I've talked to them, I've loved them, I've been there, I've encouraged them. Yesterday, my boy was, I called back to win a saddle and he missed. He's 21 years old, he called me on the phone and said, Dad, it's just hard to swallow all these people out here drinking, all these people out here doing things, all these people, I look and, Dad, why can't I win? I said, son, your time is coming. God's got a better saddle out there. God's got something bigger he wants you to win. Maybe it's not this saddle. Maybe it's something greater. But he called me. You know what he could have done? Watch, pay attention. Somebody's talking around you telling him to be quiet. He could have found his way to a bottle. He could have tried to solve his problems with a but he said, I'm going to call my dad because I know my dad's going to be there for me. Can I say what the Bible says about arguing? I'm going to post all these on Caney Creek Cowboy Church's Facebook today so that you can go in there and take these and pin them up on your front door, your back door, in your house, in your bedroom, by your headboard. Arguing, 2 Timothy 2.24 says, And the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to everyone, able to teach patiently enduring evil. 2 Timothy 2:24 and the Lord's servants must be and the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome but be kind to everyone. Touch someone and say be kind to everyone. Be able to teach and patiently enduring evil. 
So the first thing I want to tell you is this. Stop arguing. It ain't going to do you no good to argue with me in 2016 because I ain't listening. I ain't listening. I'm going to listen to the Lord. I'm going to listen to good, not evil. I'm going to listen to people who are like-minded. How many people know it's really important to listen to people that are like-minded? What are you saying, Brother Mark? When you get in a fight, don't call your girlfriend that goes, don't go to church. Don't call your buddies who don't go to church. Get around somebody who's like-minded. Stop arguing. Second thing the Lord told me to tell you is this. And I'm going to tell you, if you want to have a victorious life, if you'll hang on to these things you're going to learn today, listen, if you're going to hang on to those things, listen, number two, stop gossiping. Stop gossiping. If you know something about somebody else, keep your mouth shut. That's English. Easy to understand but hard to swallow. You know why churches are failing today and people don't want to go? Because there's too much gossip in them. Stop the gossiping. If you want a peaceful life, can I say this? If somebody will gossip to you, they'll gossip about you. Who believes that today? If someone will gossip to you, they will gossip about you. They'll have you as their friend one minute and your enemy the next. They, I'm telling you, the best thing you can do to have so much peace is, listen, turn your ears away. Listen, don't play. Listen, turn your ears away from gossip. Because gossip destroys homes, families, lives, and friends. It destroys what God is doing in a person's life. You know, I had a guy out there on the arena team several years ago, and, man, he cussed a little bit, but he was very faithful. His name was Big Tim. Big Tim was an awesome man of God, but he cussed a lot. He cussed. I mean, if a cow got ran him over, he'd say a bad word, and somebody would run, and they would tattletale, and they would say, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, Tim's cussing. Really? Okay. So? Then they'd run over here. You know what? I saw Tim cussing. You know what? I saw Tim cussing. One day I got a phone call from Tim, and he said, I won't be back to Caney Creek Cowboy Church because everybody's talking about me. You know, though he wasn't perfect, and he should not cuss because, you know, but we're all working progress. But for someone to go around the church and spread untruths, I've had them come up to me after you've come to church. Some of you came to this church. Somebody run up to me. Pastor, watch that person. Look at that person. Pay attention to that person. I used to do drugs with that person. I know them. They dated my cousin. You know, I say, shut up. Give them the same chance that we gave you when you walked through those back doors. Now, for the person that likes to gossip a lot, that probably stepped all over your toes, and I'm so glad. And you wonder why you've had hell in 2015. Because you wrapped yourself up in drama you shouldn't be in. I've been guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. You've all been guilty of it. But we can all change together to win the prize. Can I share something with you, Chris? There's going to be no gossiping in heaven. Because the Lord knows everything anyway. So if all you do is talk about Shane or all you do is talk about Joseph or this young lady or Mark, God's going to judge you the way you treat them. Who believes that? Here's what the Bible says. Proverbs 16, 28. A dishonest man spreads strife and whispers separation to close friends. It also says this in Proverbs 6, 16. 
There are six things the Lord hates. Seven are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, lying tongues, a hand who sheds innocent blood, a heart deceives wicked plans, feet that make hasty decisions and run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies and sows discord amongst his brothers. Stop gossiping. I think one thing, too, is going to bring peace. In 2016 is... Stop traveling with people that don't want to go where you want to go. The Lord told me, stop traveling with people that don't want to go where you want to go. Stop traveling with people. Try not to force people. Let people make their own decision. They want to serve, they'll serve. If they don't want to serve, they don't have to serve. Stop trying to force them. But brother, sisters, if I don't do something, they might die and go to hell. Let me say this. You can be a living witness without doing or doing anything. You can love them where they are. Quit trying to force your husband. Why don't you love him? Quit trying to force those guys you work with. Why don't you love them? Because I'm going to tell you, you get more sugar with honey or whatever they say. Catch more bees with flies. I don't know. I never figure that thing out. But I can tell you this. If I want somebody to go where I'm going to go, I'm going to love them. I'm going to love them so much they want to go with me. That's why you're here, because I love you so much, and you'll want to go and do the things. That's why we stand out in the cold, because I love you and you love me, and we want to love others. So stop trying to force people to go that don't want to go with you. I think that will bring so much peace into your life. The Bible says, do all things without grumbling and complaining. I think if we stop complaining, man, that's going to help. If we'll start being grateful for the kids that are coming instead of complaining about the ones that ain't, we'll make an impact. If we stop worrying about what we don't have and start focusing on what we do have right now, we're going to be have a great 2016. If your marriage is in trouble right now, I want to tell you this. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Stop picking him to death and stop picking her to death. Now, if she don't want to do this and she ain't cooperating, this and that, try to get you some counseling. If he is unruly, if he is trying to rule the place like a, like a big old fancy rooster, try to get you some counseling. Get to church, but stop complaining because complaining only makes it worse. Man, my phone had, look at me, my phone has blowed up since January of 1. I got three people that are going through a divorce. I got one that's going to prison. I got another one that's going to rehab. I got one that's wanting to commit suicide. And I believe it all stems from somebody complaining in their life so much that they have lost their peace and they've lost their joy. I want peace and joy in 2016. I want victory in my life. I want to have peace and joy. I want to smile more. Turn to your neighbor and smile at them. Turn to your neighbor and smile at them. Another thing, listen to me. I found this I found this to be so helpful for me to stop blaming other people. Stop blaming other people for the things that you do. Listen, stop blaming other people. Well, I'm the way I am because they did that to me. Who uses that excuse a lot? 
Raise your hand. Don't lie in church. Well, I only treated them the way they treated me. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. He says this, stop blaming other people. In Romans 2, 1, it says, therefore you have no excuse. Quit making excuses for doing things you do. Stop blaming others. Stop blaming your mom, your dad, your friends. Well, they all came over, Brother Mark, and you know they had some beer in that Yeti, and I had to go out there, and you know they forced me. Whatever, that's an excuse. You can say no. Why? Because I say no. It's okay to say no. Who believes that today? It's okay to say no. If they're having a party up the block, that don't mean that I got to go to the party. If they're going and they're going to talk filth, I ain't got to listen to the filth. And I ain't got to blame nobody. You got to quit blaming people for your mistakes. Own that. Own that. Own that. You want to find love? You want to find peace? You want to find joy? Own those mistakes. Instead of passing the buck, blaming other people. Don't you wish other churches and other people would just talk like this every day? Because then we know where we stood with people. If we'll learn to talk like this, be forward, be straightforward. In 2000, I ain't taking it. I want peace and joy. I want a home that's happy. I want friends that are healthy. I want a life that is God-honoring. So I got to listen to me. Stop comparing. Quit buying things you can't afford. I'm going to throw that in for free. Quit eating bad stuff. I'm going to throw that in on me. Stop having unhealthy relationships. I'm going to stop right there and talk to these teenagers. Look at me. Hey, if you're under 21, raise your hand. Raise your hand where I can see it if you're under 21. Get out of them unhealthy relationships. You don't have to have a boyfriend, and you're going to be okay. You don't have to have a girlfriend, and you're still going to be cool. Walk away from those unhealthy relationships, adults, and you're going to be okay. Is anybody getting anything? I'm trying to help you in 2016. Where's the amen and in praising God? You don't have to have an unhealthy relationship to be in a relationship. If someone is hurting you, that's the wrong relationship. If someone is trying to destroy you, who God is trying to make you, that's the wrong relationship. If you're going to win the prize, you got to get away from unhealthy relationships. I threw that in for free. Quit trying to change people. Don't cuss people out. Tell somebody say, quit cussing. You know what? I want you to do something else. I want you to do something else. I want you to raise your right hand like you're in court. Raise your right hand like you're in court. Hey, good to see you. Raise your right hand like you're in court. Repeat after me. In 2016, I make a promise before the Lord to not cuss. Say it again, to not cuss, to not cuss. Okay, who can do it? Give God a praise. Who's got the fortitude to do that? To not cuss. 
I was talking to one of my sisters, and she works for a boss, and all they do is cuss. All they do is scream. All they do is shout. You know what? She don't want to go around them. She wants to quit. You made a vow. You made a promise before God in his house today to not cuss. Who can keep that? If I can do it, you can do it. I promise you, you can do it. Because I only had a cussing vocabulary. When I was unsaved, it was like, cuss word, cuss word, and then a word. There was more cussing than there was English language. Teenagers, you are not cool when you cuss. Yesterday, I was at a rodeo. Hey, listen. Yesterday, I was at a rodeo, and a guy got bucked off, and he screamed out the F word. He looked like such a fool. And you know what? I was so embarrassed for him. Someone said, who was that? And everybody started screaming his name. So when you're at the Valero and you make a you-know-what out of yourself, a behind out of yourself, I was just going to say behind. Everybody's going to know who you were. And they're going to report that back. But I won't listen because I'm not taking any gossip. But God will hear what comes out of your mouth. And God hears every word that comes out of your mouth. That's English, easy to understand, hard to swallow. You don't have to be trash-talking person to be cool. You don't have to fight by using trashy language. You can argue and say clean words and do it in love. I'm almost done. Listen. Don't volunteer for things you don't like. Quit volunteering for things you don't like because it only makes you miserable when you show up. Quit that job you hate. In 2016, quit that job you hate. Quit it. Don't you think God won't provide for you? I walked, from a, I walked away from a job one time. I hated it. and I had a company vehicle, and I had to walk away from the job. I called Mary and said, what are you doing? She said, I'm working. I said, can you come get me? She said, why? I said, because I can't work here no more. I quit. She said, where were you at? I'm walking down LaSalle. Well, I don't get off for another hour. Well, when you do, call me. I'll still be walking down LaSalle. <laughs> quit the job that you hate and ask God to bring you one that will honor him and bring you peace into the home. So that you can obtain victory. And, I, and I'm done. I, I told Brother Vic and Miss Connie when I was visiting with them yesterday. I was going to wrap this up. By letting you know what victory is. Listen. I don't want defeat. I don't want haters. And I ain't going to make no excuses for who I am. You see the Lord said these things that you'll find. Listen. The Lord says if you obtain these things you will find this. Jeremiah 33, 6. I'm going to leave you with this. Go there. Go there. Got my Bible? How many think if you quit some of those things we talked about, you're going to be better in 2016? Who really believes that? Give God a praise. What will happen when you quit those things, when you let go of those things? I'll tell you what will happen. When you let go of those things, you will find this. Jeremiah 33.6. Got, got my Bible? Everybody's there? Say, wait on me. I don't want you to miss this. 
This is what you'll get if you'll let go of those things. Complaining, blaming others, eating bad stuff, buying things you can't afford, unhealthy relationships, drama, trying to change people, don't cuss anymore, hey, quit the job you hate, volunteering for things you don't like, quit listening to haters, quit arguing, quit gossiping, quit making excuses. If you do all those things, if you let go of all those things, you will find this in your life in 2016, and I'm done. Listen, nevertheless, I will bring health, and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy an abundance and peace and security. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. So in 2016, if you let go of those things, God's going to give you peace, prosperity, and security. And I don't know about you, but we all need those things right now more than ever. We all need those things right now more than ever. We need that more than we need money. I need peace in my life more than I need money. I need God's protection in my life more than I need money. You know, how can I obtain those things? By speaking kindly to others. By gathering regularly at a church, by laughing, by laughing. How many had fun when we laughed? I love to see y'all smile. Every one of you brings joy to my heart. How can we obtain those things by working cheerfully? When I get up and I get in my truck and I come to work, I don't complain. And my boss, he's probably harder on me than your bosses are harder on you, I promise you. Well, I know I better not complain to him. It ain't going to get me nowhere if I do. So listen, I'm done. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Speak kindly. Gather regularly in 2016. Speak kindly in 2016. Laugh all the time. Joke and play. Be ready to have a good time with one another. When was the last time you came to church and just laughed and cut up and had a good time? And just you didn't have to work, you didn't have to serve, you had to laugh and cut. In 2016, man, we all going to be laughing. I'm going to have to get me some super poly grip for my teeth. Or they might come out of my mouth. Work cheerfully. Bible says work is as you're doing it for the Lord. Do all things without complaining and being despicable. Give generously. Forgive quickly. Listen to me. Stand. Everyone stand. Every head bowed, every eye closed, but just stand. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I just want to know. 2016, forgive quickly. Just like I asked you to promise to stop cussing, I want you to forgive whoever you're holding something against this morning. If you're holding something against somebody, I want you to let it go right now. Just do this with me. Just say, Lord, I give this situation, this person to you. I'm letting it go right now. I forgive them, Lord. Say that with me. I forgive them, Lord. If you forgave somebody this morning that hurt you, Maybe they hurt you 10 years ago. Maybe they hurt you 5 years ago. Maybe they hurt you today. Say, I forgive them, Lord. 
Raise your hand if you prayed that and you had somebody you had something against. Hallelujah. I forgive them. Say that. I forgive them, Lord. Oh, it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. Listen. Forgive and forget. Hug people. Hug people freely. Pray often. Talk to God as much as you can. I had so much to cover, and thank you so much for being patient with me. But I promise you, there's victory. You love genuinely. Do all these things, and you're going to be rich. <laughs> every head bowed, and every eye closed. Do all these things, and you're going to be rich. I'm not talking about in your bank account. I'm talking about in your heart. Lord, I want to be rich in my heart. Rich with love. Love for you and love for my neighbor. I want to be rich, Lord, in my family, in my giving, in my time. Lord, I thank you that you let me make it through 2015. But I want to be rich. With an abundance of you. In 2016. Father I pray today in Jesus' house. In this church. That if there's anybody that don't know you as their personal Lord and Savior. That they would pray with me right now. Maybe you're going through a hard time. Maybe you've never prayed and asked Christ into your life. Pray with me right now. Just pray right there where you are. Just pray under your breath. But mean it in your heart. Or pray it out loud. Whatever you want to do. Just pray. Just say dear Lord. Come into my life and save me. Today I make you my personal Lord and Savior. I'm going to live for you from this day forward. I promise to honor you and follow you and obey you from this day forward. If you prayed that with me, let me see your hand. Anybody slip your hand up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. God bless you. Nine, ten, eleven. God bless you. This is going to be the best year you ever had in your entire life. If there's anybody here who's going through something right now, the Bible said that joy cometh in the morning. This is your morning. If your body has been hurting for a long time, if, 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 if your back, if your legs, if your heart, if, if your body has been hurting, your neck, your feet, you've been hurting for a long time, Healing is for you this year, this day. Somebody receive that. This day, I received the healing from Jesus. From Je I'm not going to come down there and I'm going to put my hands on you and do all kinds of I'm going to tell you that my Lord is in the miracle business and he's healing people every single day. Receive it right now. I receive my healing from Jesus right now in my back, in my legs, in my body, in my health, in my in my life, I receive healing right now. Mean it. Say, I receive this healing in my body. If you prayed that and you meant it, let me see your hand. Who believes that God can heal them? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And last but not least, if you're looking for a good church family, we'd be honored to have you in this one. Lord, we ask these people that are here today, if they're, if they're out there and they're searching for a church home, Lord, maybe they would find it in their heart to serve with us. And help us lead others to you. Lord, as we stay strong, have a lot of fortitude. Paul says it's not how we start, it's how we finish. And in the end, we'll receive a prize. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Hallelujah.